Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Thursday, and uh, we're going to get going on. There we go. We're going to get going on Instagram right here. So hopefully that will uh, that will move in there. I think we're live, too, on Instagram. So we're live on TikTok, Instagram, um, of course, YouTube, and um, Twitch, as well as... Um, uh, Periscope. <laughs> I forgot all these things that we're live on. So hopefully, um, you know, it, uh, you can see us out there. Uh, and by the way, if you're interested in getting in the action trade alerts, this is our mailing list that we put up. We do, uh, we, we come out several things. So we had a really nice trade, really nice Google uh, bull put spread that we put out last night. It's easy to get on the list. All you have, they have to do you know, Actually, email address. Um, you just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, and uh, you know. So we'll get on. We'll with uh, without further ado, let's get to some of these slides. Well, um, the market is recovered a little bit today, and that is indeed a good thing. So, uh, you know, it's looking like you know we're still you know we're still looking pretty good uh, on a lot of the things. I did make some. Uh, some buys this morning and um you know so that's kind of interesting i very nice i was very lucky to get in on the amd buy we're up about five percent since uh since it broke out tremendous earnings um nasdaq is up uh it's uh it's it's inching up towards that fifteen thousand. that's a very key level um at fourteen seven eighty nine sixty three. so we're up um about uh 0.18 percent not a lot but we're definitely up and that is a good thing indeed. Um, also, the Dow Jones is up as well as the S&P 500. So we seem to, have, you know, we seem to be reversing a little bit higher. That indeed is, uh, you know, is, is kind of a, is, is kind of a good thing. So, you know, hopefully we can. There we go. Okay, I think we're. I think. I think we're on there now. Do we? Do we have? Jeez.
Okay, I should be in the stream now. Okay. Oh, why is this so difficult? Okay, let's see if we can check the audio here. Yeah, okay, I should have I should have audio and Okay, there we go. Okay, so hopefully hopefully now we have audio. All right. So we're moved up here uh, above the buy points 58 uh, 98. So hopefully you can see me on TikTok. You can see you see you can only see the graphs on YouTube and everything else. And on um, on TikTok you should be able to see everything, uh, but not the graphs. Just just my face. That's that's pretty much it. For some reason I'm having is streaming issues here, and it just doesn't seem to be just doesn't seem to be lining up. So let's see. Um, Okay, thoughts of paper. Okay, great. So let's look at uh, the uh, the next stock that's in the buy zone right now. It's Viva Systems, and this is a really interesting stock. I, I I've traded this one before, and I really like it. I haven't had it in a while, but um, it's Viva Systems symbol V E E V. So that's kind of one you want to possibly take a look at as well. Um, also, uh, al also we want to take a look at. Um, some of the uh, also want to take a look at buy and buy uh, Boston Scientific. This is still in the buy zone. I did buy it yesterday. Did quite well on it. So I want to kind of run down the stocks that I have currently uh, in my portfolio, and uh, just wanted to give you uh, kind of a heads up on that. Of course, I'm in Nvidia. Uh, it's up today um, about a dollar and twelve cents. I'm down on DocuSign almost a percent, but I'm still in it. Um, it's the, the, the key level of DocuSign is about 300. That's where I have my stop loss. So hopefully it won't uh, violate that stop loss. Um, on Elbreds, this has just been a tremendous performer for me. I'm up about 9% on this one, uh, in about a month. It's Elbreds. They're the former parent of, um, Victoria's Secret. So very interesting stock there as well. Nike, I'm up. This has also been a great performer for me up about 9% on as well. Lithia Motors, <coughs> this is up strongly today, $5.71. Uh, so this one is doing quite well. A little bit down, not too much, about $0.24 cents <coughs> on Dorchester Minerals. This, of course, is an oil and gas play. Not a lot of, you know, not, not a lot. It's a very, it's a relatively inexpensive stock at about seventeen ten currently. So not, not one that's tremendously expensive. Um, Robert Half, I've done very, very well on Robert Half. It's RHI. I've just hold it for a few days. It seems to be doing really well. It's in the buy zone. Perkin Elmer, it's up today. Nice, uh, almost 3%. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Boston Scientific, it's down a little bit. It's off a little bit, but I still really like this one. <coughs> it's off about um, 7 cents, but still very strong, right in the buy zone. Of course, AMD, this is one that I bought this morning, are up over 5%, which is kind of incredible. As you can see, it's about 5% from the buy point. And I did buy this one. It was also in the buy zone. Um, it's called ST Micro, and uh, very, very good company. Um, this one you might want to look at as well. So kind of kind of interesting stuff, kind of all, all over the map there. Let's see if I can start the camera again. Yeah, well, I, I have the camera, but I'm frozen for some reason on that camera. So let's see if I can, um, well, I, I don't think I can, let's see if I can remove the stream and then put it. There, okay. I, I guess I'm added to the stream, but I can't, <laughs> for some reason, yeah, for some reason it does not let me. There we go. Well, we're back. Back to that. We'll just we'll just do it without the camera today. Sorry about this. I'm just having, continuously having te technical difficulties here. So uh, let's see if we can um, uh, we can we can take the questions right now. Well, at least at least Chartman is working. He's about the only thing that's working right now. Uh, but uh, at least that's working. So let's uh, let's look at uh, PayPal. Um, do you think it will head higher next week? You know, of course, PayPal. You know, it really reversed on those earnings. Um, you know, it just, it, it, it did well, but it just, it, it, you know, this is the thing. This is one of the reasons why I think it's so important to always, you know, if you're not up more than 10% coming into earnings, it's just, unfortunately, it's just, a, you really need to sell coming into earnings on this because, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just the kind of thing where I think sometimes, um, 
you know, sometimes it's it's good to be you know cautious rather than you know rather than go go all in with all all blazing. As you can see, it took a serious dive down here. Let's put that. Let's see, show you that. So it seriously moved down. It did bounce at the. It did bounce at the 50-day um, line. This is the reason why I, I'm always talking about these these lines here. This red line here, this is the 50-day line. Now, below it, of course, is the 200-day line. Now, I do think we're going to get a bounce at the 50-day line, but, you know, it's really off. It's it, it's selling off hard. The volume is up uh, 180%. So, unfortunately, you know, hopefully you had your stop losses in. I had a stop loss right at 300. I got taken out at 300. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're down more than 7%, I would recommend kind of cutting your losses right now. And then, you know, you might be able to bounce and ride it back up. I do think we're going to see some support at the 50 day line. That's this red line here, but there's, you know, there's no, uh, that's not a guarantee, not, not a guarantee at all that we're going to see a bounce there. So, um, that's something that we have to be kind of concerned with. You know, we might see we might see a bounce there, but uh, if I was down more than seven percent, I would really consider, I'd really consider, consider selling my position. Um, I just think it's likely if it doesn't get support at that critical line, that fifty-day uh, line, I think it's probably going to go lower. So uh, we got to be a little bit careful. We'll be a little bit careful on that one, um, unfortunately. So uh, that was kind of a surprise, but you know <laughs> that's how it works. Um, hey, Matt, thank you very much for the question on Cleveland Cliffs. Now, H A um, Ancelor Matal, which is, of course is uh, owned, actually, I think it's a it's a uh, Indian uh, gentleman that lives in London that uh, is the is the CEO of the company. But they did last year sell their uh, their 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 operations to um, Cleveland Cliffs. The symbol is C L F. And, uh, you know, of course, that is a steel company. Now, interestingly enough, this is this is a very good position. As we can see, it's right. In, and this was in, you know, it's right at the buy point. The buy point for Cleveland Cliffs is 24.77 on a consolidated bay on a, on a second stage consolidation. And this one right to, right now is definitely showing a lot of strength. So this is probably actionable here. Actually, I kind of want to see how it closes. I want to make sure that it closes above 2477 if it does then we might sneak in tomorrow and be able to buy some but if this is looking very very good um you know this is this is looking this is a very good chart here and it's looking very very good uh, on the chart so cleveland cliffs definitely um you know definitely something that you could you could uh, you could definitely move in move into tomorrow let's see if it closes i kind of want to see it have support and if it does, then I think Cleveland Cliffs might be very good. It's in, it's in a very good sector, and uh, it's been doing quite well. So um, interesting, interesting stock. Let's look at five nine. Now, here's the thing about five nine, Matt. Five nine is going to be acquired. Um, F I V N, of course, is the symbol on it. Uh, it is it is going to be acquired. So you know what we're seeing here is not really. You know, th this this is this is going to be acquired. I think uh, they had some good earnings; are up about ten percent. But the real reason for this one is it's going to be acquired by Zoom, symbol ZM. So this one you might want to this. I don't think this one is essentially. I don't. I don't think this one is necessarily a buy uh, because, uh, of course, it is going to be acquired by Zoom. Uh, symbol on that is ZM. So. Uh, this probably is not a um, it's probably not a buy, but it, but the chart looks good. The relative strength is moving up and, uh, you know, it did move above that 201.15 buy point. Um, but this one is probably not a acquisition. Uh, this probably you'd probably don't want to buy this one because it is in contract to be acquired by Zoom symbol ZM. So that's probably not one you want to look at. Let's look at Lululemon. Um, this uh, is in a great sector. The um, this is the uh, apparel sector, retail apparel sector. It's been doing great. Unfortunately, it's a little bit extended, but uh, Lululemon has definitely been, you know, been providing some of the some some really good uh, some some really good action here. There was a buy point on it. Basically, cup with handle stage one. Uh, the buy point is 371 on this one. Currently, it's at 402. So it's a little bit extended above the correct buy point. 
uh, and the buy range. Now, uh, if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll, you'll hear me talk about buy points and buy range. And what am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about here is that typically a stock will move up sort of in steps. It's kind of like it's going up a steps of stairs. And the buy point is sort of where it moves from a, a level of resistance. So if we push past a buy point, then typically it will settle at that buy point and up. So these buy points are very good places to buy. We typically want to buy a stock as it's moved through a buy point up about 5%. So in this case, uh, the buy point on a Lululemon is 371. And the the top of the buy zone, you could buy it really from that that price up to about 390.29. And that that is the buy zone. Now, currently it's at 402. So you probably don't want to buy it at this level. It is extended. Also, the relative strength is a little bit concerning. That relative strength is only 62. We usually want to see a stronger relative strength than that. But in general, Lululemon is looking very good. It's got an 89 checklist. Only 100% is better. The only thing it's really lacking on is that relative strength line that we talked about. So here's my, here's my advice with Lululemon. I think that... Um, you know, if you if you were to buy it, you could buy it at this level, but be forewarned because if you buy extended, you're very likely to pull back down to that buy point. So I would be a little bit concerned about buying it here. You know, probably not the time to buy it. Now, as an alternative, what you could do is is buy it off of the um, you know, off of off off of bounce off the 10 day line. Now, I, I don't know if you could see this on the chart, but currently uh, it is about um, it is about three and a half percent above the ten day line. If it pulls back closer to that ten day line, it will probably bounce there. So, here's my thought of these on Lululemon. I don't think you can buy it right now. I think it's a little bit too extended, and uh, it's just you know it's one of those things. You, you know, I'm 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 a little bit more selective in this market, just because it uh, you know there are some things that are that are working, some things that aren't. I think we got to be really careful buying at you know buying at some of these levels so i want to buy at the proper buy points as much as i possibly can um best way to learn day trading well here's the thing um here's the thing about day trading i'm not a day trader i am what they call a swing trader and uh what i do basically is i buy stocks as they come into a buy zone and then i hold them typically to see their run into earnings and that's and that that typically is a little bit better to be a good day trader you have to play against the algorithms and I think that that is a very, very difficult thing. So I, instead of being a, instead of being a day trader, I would consider being a swing trader. A day trader basically buys in the morning, sells in the afternoon, or there, or, or there. They don't, they don't hold, they don't hold any of the any of their positions overnight. Well, I don't do that. I do, I do hold my positions overnight. But that's an excellent, excellent question. And by the way, if you're interested in possibly learning more about the way I trade, it's super easy. Just go to the, um, just go to www Dallas trading floor. And then you'll see there's a book in there. Just click on that. It's uh, how to make money in stocks, a winning system, good times about, and that'll take that link will take you right there. So that is a good way to trade as well. So, uh, my thoughts on being a day trader, I'm not one, but, uh, I am uh, very interested in, uh, trading of course. And I use a, what they call a swing trading method. And again, a lot of that is put forth in the book, How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Time, uh, Times or Bad. And it's available at uh, www.dallastrading4.com. All right, so let's look at, uh, and this is a question from Polly. Thank you very much. Let's look at AMD. Now, I did buy AMD this morning as it broke out. And um, sometimes you get lucky like that. That's why I like to use these buy stop limit orders. Uh, it is just really done well. It's up. Wow, look at that. It's up to 103. Now, my buy, let's see, I bought a half position. I, I marketed it here at 100, uh, at 117. So I didn't quite get it at this at the correct buy point. The correct buy point, of course, was 95.44. I got it. Let me just kind of put it in there, kind of just show everybody where, where I was able to buy it. Uh, I bought it at that basic, yeah, at 100. Seven, yeah, there it is, seventeen. So, this is this is where I w I was able to buy it. It kind of puts it right there. So, I was at the very top of the buy zone. So, I, I almost did, I almost missed the train. I mean, it was pulling out through the station this morning. I bought it right at the top of the buy zone, but I still was in the buy zone. And the buy zone, of course, is the the buy point 
the 9544 up 5%. That's your also that's your best place to buy it. If you were to buy it right now, it would be a little bit risky because it may pull back. It's what they call extended right now. But currently, it's selling for 10301, which is uh, trends it's up about uh, $5 since it uh, since the morning. But the, what's really interesting is the amount of volume that has happened with uh, AMD. Now, would I buy AMD at this at this level? No, I probably wouldn't because it's extended. So I would wait to see if it comes back down into the buy zone. If it comes back down to about 100, then uh, I think that uh, I think that would be an awesome place to buy it. Uh, but uh, but AMD is just really doing really doing great things. All right, another great stock, uh, and this is CrowdStrike, uh, CRWD. And I don't have any CrowdStrike. I wish I did. I wish I did have have CrowdStrike. But the difference between uh, AMD and CrowdStrike is right now you can buy CrowdStrike. Absolutely, you can buy CrowdStrike. No problem because it's pulled back. Now, I think that it's right in the buy zone right now. The buy point on CrowdStrike is is uh, 251.28. Um, so it is in the zone to buy. Now, would I buy it today? No, because I don't like to buy it as it's pulling back. But um, sometimes, oh, wait a minute, I am seeing a uh, buying opportunity. Oh, yeah, okay, great. We, I'm just looking at the Discord room. By the way, if you're interested out there and you're taking a look, you might want to look at the Discord room because it is a, it is a pay service. But, but what's great about it is I try to share with everybody and everybody else shares in the, in the room kind of where they're buying, what they're buying. You know, kind of, kind of everything that's going on, and uh, some people have made a lot of money in there. Um, I, you know, and I think it's a, it's a good deal, easy to, easy to, uh, you know, e easy to do that. All you have to do is uh, go to um, www.dallastradingfloor.com, and it's the second item down. Also, if you just want to, if you want to, um, if you want the free action trade alerts, that's super easy. Just go to. Uh, put in the first name, last name, and a email address where we can, where we can send you the stuff. So that's that's just my little pitch there for, <laughs> for the Discord room. All right, great. Uh, let's take a oh hey thank you Mary. Um, thoughts on ORCF, uh, Cooper Libre. It's a lithium mining company. This sounds like a penny stock. Now if you if you know me, you probably know that I am not a huge fan of penny stocks. But, you know, the mining sector has been doing great. So let me see if I can find something in the mining sector that might work for, you know, might work here. So what I'm going to do, and, and the thing about mining, mining stocks is that they typically, you know, they can be, they can be very frothy. They can be very up or very down. Now let's kind of, I'm going to, what I'm doing is I'm pulling up the, the, the groups here and I'm going to go to the mining area and that's down here, mining. Okay, let's pull that up. LM Mining. Uh, media. Gosh, you got everything else. Mining. Oh, there we go. Mining. Um, that's the gold and silver. Mining metal ores. Let's look at the mining metal ores. Because this is, you know, because really, um, you know, the, a lithium stock would be actually a... Um, um, a um, a mining stock. So here's the thing. This is the overall chart for the group mining and metal ores. Let's see kind of what are, are the leading shares in here. Um, we do have some top stocks in here. And right now, the top stock right now, there's really, really two areas. Vale, V-A-L-E. This is a Brazilian miner and it finds copper. This is the top stock in the area. And then also BHP. This is the very large... Um, uh, mining concern in Australia, a very, very big, very, very big company. So let's take a look at Valet to see if that's even in the range of buyable. And I think it is. I think it's right below the buy point, interestingly enough. So that one, is, I, I wouldn't recommend this ORC, uh, ORCEF because because of that, uh, Mary, it is a, it is a lithium, it, it is a, um, it is a thin, thin stock. And I, I think you've got to be very, very careful when you're buying stocks under $10, I typically don't like to do this because there's a requirement typically that every stock that's bought by a fund 
uh, mutual fund is over $10. So be very, very careful when you're buying stocks like that. I would not recommend it just because of the volatility. I'm not, no, no, no value judgment, but just because of the volatility. So I think you got to be a little bit, a little bit careful. If you want to be in the mining group, and this is a good group, it's a 64 out of 197 in terms of the sectors of the stock market. It's currently right below a buy point. And the buy point is 22, uh, 22.53. And currently, um, it is at 22.87. Uh, so it's right in the buy zone. Valet is the name of the company uh, on that. So that's that's kind of what I would look at in terms, in terms of that. Uh, here's another one, Wish. Now, I was out of Wish. Uh, I did, there was a lot of activity in the options and I did, uh, I, I did put my toe in the water, but the shark bit it off. So I got out of the water on that one pretty quick. Um, this is uh, Context Logic. Uh, it is right below ten dollars. So I just really wouldn't buy this one uh, right now. Wish just, you know, I, it, it, I wish it were better. <laughs> I wish it were better. But right now it's in a downward trend. It's below the trend line. That's this little reversal line here. So. Right now, I wouldn't buy this. Now, when you're looking at charts, let me just, uh, this is chart reading 101. This is the easiest, easiest thing to do when you're looking at charts is take a look and see how is that crow flying? Well, currently, the crow is flying from Seattle to Miami, so that's not good. It's going from high to low. We don't want that. We don't want a chart that's moving lower. We want a chart that's moving from Los Angeles to New York. <laughs> That's what we want because that means it's flying up. So it's going from low to high. We want we don't want to buy stocks that go from high to low. We want them low to high. So right now, uh, Wish, I just couldn't recommend it. The chart is just not looking very good on this. And unfortunately, I don't think it's a buy. So there you go. All right, let's uh, take a look from, oh, uh, what is the buy range for Visa? That's interesting. This is a this is this is coming from TikTok. And by the way, if you want to see the charts that I'm looking at, and you're looking on TikTok, super easy to do. Just jump on over to my profile, click the link, and then scroll the way down, and you'll see the YouTube feed, and it is live. All right, now let's take a look at Visa. Visa is currently in a buy zone, uh, and it is it is absolutely buyable at this price. The earnings were decent. Uh, up 41%. So this, you could possibly enter a position in in Visa right now. This this section, this this section, um, this this sector is doing fairly well. So, you know, right now, Visa might be a very good, um, very good buy. It's it's right now it's 46 out of one 197 in terms of the sectors of the market. And this so this so this sector is getting love from the funds. Now, here's one thing I'd like to point out about Visa. Visa has a very strong checklist. It's 70 out of uh, 78 out of 100. So the only two things it's it's not performing at the very top level on is this earnings per share is, is, is its earnings per share rating is not in the top 20%. And the, the relative strength is not in the top 20%. But other than that, it's looking very good. Many of the large funds are acquiring this, uh, are, are, are acquiring Visa right now. It's kind of a safety play, relatively slower in terms of the movement on it. But right now, you can absolutely buy Visa. It's in a buy zone. And uh, the earnings were very good. It came through earnings very, very well. So for about the next 90 days, I think you're, you're going to be in pretty good shape with Visa. By the way, the sales were up 27% and the profits were up. 41%. So people really like their Visa cards. I know I do. Um, especially when somebody else is paying off the balance. For but anyways, there you go. Thoughts on Microsoft and Apple. Apple announced lots of share buybacks. You know, the thing about Apple is that, you know, it's such a valuable stock that the reason, part of the reason why Apple is doing this is because, you know, it's getting harder and harder for Apple to come out with better and better um, with it's it's getting harder and harder for Apple to come out with more and more profits. I mean, it's very very hard to uh, to 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 create a product as good as as good as um, the iPhone. It just really is. Uh, so 
you know, they've, they've kind of gone to share buyback. So let's take a look at the chart on that to kind of see. Well, here's the thing. I did sell my position right before earnings in Apple. Now, it, it's, it, now I sold it about to one, let's see, where did I sell it? I sold it at 146 yeah, 148.60 is where I sold it. I, I note on the chart where I sold it, and then and then I uh, and then it's pulled back a little bit. Let's go to the daily chart to see. Yeah, see it. This is what I always like to do. I like to buy right. I like to sell right before the earnings, then wait to see what happens. And, and it went down a little bit, three dollars. Not not a lot, but it looks like it's it's coming back. A lot of share buybacks, obviously. And then I maybe bought. You know if. If, if it looks good, I may be buying back in. But this is what I recommend people to do. If you're not up 10% in your position going into earnings, good idea to sell it, see what happens with earnings, and then come back in. So, um, you know, would I buy Apple at this point? Well, it's still very, very good. I love Apple. Uh, and, it, and right now we are in essentially a buy zone. So let me see if I can get that exact. Yeah. The buy zone, really, the pivot on this is 145.09. We're at 145.42. So we're right in the buy zone. So if we wanted to get back into the position, this is a very good place to start building a position once again with Apple. So the way I traded Apple, and the, and I do recommend this because this, this can save you a lot of grief, is if you're coming into earnings, sell before earnings. If you're not up 10% or more, and then wait to see what happens, and then buy back. So I may be buying Apple. Uh, I may be I may be buying Apple tomorrow uh, because of this. I may be buying Apple tomorrow because of this um, because it is in the buy zone right now. But uh, I was able to sell, sell at about 40, uh, 140, uh, 148 buy back at about one forty five. But it's very good stock, and uh, and you know it, you know the reason that they're doing buybacks really is it's just that it's so difficult them to um you know to you know continue uh, just just knocking it out of the park like with the iphone so that's until they until the new products come online um i mean i think the iphone 12 has done fairly well but i don't think it's as as stellar as some of the other other releases but it's still it's it you know it's it's apple it's still really good so i'm not i'm not denigrated at all the reason they're going with the buybacks i think is just because that is they want to get their share price up based on you know, based on how profitable, and also Apple is sitting on a mountain, a mountain of cash right now. It's one of the most valuable companies in terms of, if you look at their balance sheet, they have a ton of uh, marketable securities and all kinds of stuff on their balance sheet. So, uh, Apple, no, no, no surprise that Apple would be buying back their stock. Now, with Microsoft, um, Microsoft is essentially it's it's come through earnings. I did the same thing with Microsoft. I did sell. Going into earnings, and I think yeah, there we go. Sold position at two seventy seventy eight. It's currently now. See, I didn't come back in because I, we we were extended here. I haven't come back into Microsoft, but I did sell my position right before earnings, and it did move up on earnings. So sometimes you don't always get it right, but it's a good idea to do this because if you're not up ten percent, it's a good idea to take profits into earnings and then see what happens. I'm going to wait for a better entry point right now. The entry that right now it's a little bit extended. So if I were to buy here, it would be a little bit a little bit more risky. So very interesting. Thanks very much for that, Christian. Appreciate it uh, with all that uh, info. So that's very very good. All right, uh, let's look at Tesla. Now here's the thing about Tesla. Um, you know I'm still not uh, I'm still not convinced with Tesla, even though it has been moving up. I really want to see it. You know, move con convincingly above about 680 i really do and i have the reversal line drawn here and it's above that reversal line so i'm getting ready but i'm still not totally convinced on tesla now if you notice it came up right to that reversal line it moved through it nice volume 677 but after hours not so much so we kind of like to see how it's how it was trading into its earnings this is the five minute chart that i'm showing you right now and indeed, it has moved up very nicely, but there seems to be some resistance, and that resistance seems to be right about here at about 680. So I want to see a close above the 680 before I'm possibly looking at building another position. And if we and if we go back here a little bit, we can see this 
you know, we'll go back to the 60, but you can chart. You can see that, you know, 686.90, you know, there seems to be some resistance here. I really want to see this go through this and get rid of some of what they call the overhead supply on this, uh, on, on this, on this issue. This is my best stock of last year. I still really like it, but I want to see it move higher before I'm going to be moving back into it, just, just because of the way uh, it's trading. So also another question on Tesla. Great. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you comment in a long time. Thank you for everybody commenting. I so appreciate it. Um, let's see now. Okay. Uh, bought BNTX on 721. I'm up 23%. Right on. That is a very good neck. Thank you for that. Let's look at that. That is great. Um, BNTX. Now, here's my rule of thumb when it comes to um, you know, when, when it, when it comes to, uh, profits, you ought to start considering taking some profits once you're in the profit zone. And basically for B and TX, you're basically in the profit zone. So you came in, let's see, on the 21st, so you, July 21. Okay. Wow. You came in right. Beautiful. This was a beautiful move. You bought it right in the buy zone. As I can see, you bought it right after the pivot, uh, the two, the two fifty three seventy eight pivot. So you bought in right there. Boy, that's a really good. That's a really, really good. That's a really, really good um, buy. That's an excellent buy point. You bought right, and then it moved right up, and now it's starting to. It's it's up in that profit zone. I would recommend, at the very minimum, selling half of it, taking your profits, and maybe even selling all of it, because when it gets to about twenty to twenty three percent. Stocks need to rest. They need a little bit of time off. Sometimes they'll move up higher than that, but the odds are not in your favor. So if you've gotten 20% increase off of a proper buy zone, which you did, uh, then I think you ought to start taking profits. But congratulations. That's an excellent, excellent trade. Thanks for sharing. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's take uh, thanks, uh, room to keep on going. NXPI. This is one of those stuff that I'm not familiar with. NXPI. Oops. And let's take a look there. Oh, okay. NXP Semiconductor. Yes, I am familiar with this company. Good company. It's still below the buy zone, but it's looking, it's looking good. Now, I want to show you a stock that I bought today uh, right after this one, after we analyzed this chart. This is a good chart. Um, we, we do have a situation where there is a reversal. Let's let's put there's a there's a double bottom pattern, and then it kind of it. Let's put the temporary line in. There was a double bottom pattern, and then it 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 basically came out, and we have this. This is this is the reversal line. Here's the here's the thing about this this line, this uh, NXP. I um I think that I probably would not buy it unless it moves higher than this line here because this is a reversal line, but it's still in a good area. It's still looking good. It's in what they call a consolidation. The buy point on is 214.60. Currently it's at 204. So we're right below, we're right below that. You could make an early buy here. Now, if I were to buy at this level, I would not buy anything more than about a half position, possibly a quarter position here. The reason is, is because it's not as, as strong because it has not moved above the buy point. But this is a good stock. Um, I also want to show you a stock that I bought today, and this was right in the buy zone. It's called uh, ST Micro, STM. And the advantage of this stock is that this is a European company, and they make, they make, um, they make semiconductors for the automotive industry, which, are, as you know, are in very short supply right now. So this this stock is very good. Now, I, I, it hasn't done all that much after it after it moved up, but I did buy it on the breakout at 41.62. Currently, after hours, is trading at 41.50. It was right in the right in the buy zone. We'll see if it can hold above that critical buy point, uh, uh, 40.59. Now, my stop loss is set at 40.50, just below that that buy point. So we'll see what happens. There are some concerns that I have here. Their earnings per share were tremendous. They were up 340%. Uh, but the relative strength is a little bit weak. And I and I typically like to see even a stronger 
uh, checklist of this. This is a good checklist, though. 89%. The only thing it really fails on is that relative strength. And I do think that with these good earnings, it's likely to move higher. This symbol on this one is STM. Uh, ST Micro. This is one you might you, you might want to look at. If you're looking at NXP Semi, you might want to look at this one as well because this one has a very, very nice uh, chart and it has moved right above the buy point and did gap up today. And I did buy it on the gap up in the buy zone. The uh, the sales were up 43% quarter over quarter, uh, quarter over last year, excuse me. And the profits were up and that's the key, 340%. So they definitely have pricing power in the semiconductor area. And that can be very, very good, especially because automotive semiconductors right now are in short supply. And so Many of the companies that make them uh, have had some very, very good quarters because they have pricing power. So ST Micro, it's a Swiss company, uh, but it operates worldwide. STM is the symbol on that one. All right. So we, I have no sound. So let me check my sound again. I hate to tell you this because I, because I hate it when I don't have any sound. No, nope, I seem to have, I seem to have some sound now. I guess, okay, that was no sound before. I can't hear you. Uh, sorry about this. Sorry about this. Thoughts on Zem? It bounced exactly lower of the Bolger bound based on the 50 day, as I predicted a few days ago. So let's look at Zem, you know, and uh, Zem is relatively, you know, it's an old company, but it's an old, what is old is new again, because originally this was the Israeli National Bulk Shipping Company, believe it or not. And uh, they did IPO, but it is done very, very well. So it does look like there was a bounce. You are absolutely right. The bounce would have been right there. And let's take a look at the line. Okay, so it bounced right at about 34.33. It's currently at 39. The question is, has it reversed? Well, you know, I don't know. But I, I tell you, I would wait to pile in until it gets to the... 50-day line. That would be my guess. That would be where I would probably... I don't typically trade off of bullish bands, but I, they're extremely reliable. That's a good way to go. I use I used index lines, but uh, 42.24 is probably where I would be moving into it. But just to show you, this was the bounce here, and then this is the 50-day line. So what I want to see before I'm probably going to get back into Zim, I've had it before, is I want to see it move above, convincingly above that 50-day line. But the relative strength is excellent at 98, so that's looking good. The checklist isn't quite as strong as it was before. Six out of nine, but that's pretty good, 67%. It does have some issues. It's a little bit, it, it's it's a, more than 15% off if it's all-time high. I typically like to buy them within 15% of the all-time high. Also, it is not being accumulated by the big funds as much as I'd like to see it. It has a D rating in there, and it's not being accumulated as much by them. But and, and also, the earnings per share is a little bit, little bit weak. But overall, it's a good pro, it's a good stock, and uh, you know, it's a it, it's a good place to go. But I would wait until it moves above that 50-day line. So that's kind of how I would do. Uh, no, oh, no sound on the face cam. Hmm. Okay, so why is that true? Hopefully, eh. oh, okay. That, I, hopefully, that's from before. I'm just checking my sound again. You know, I just, I, it, it seems like I have. Yeah, well, I, okay. So that should be working. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, well, that should be working. So you should be get, you should be getting a sound feed here. Let's see if I can. Oh, yeah. Well, I could put on the, yeah, I could put on that, but it, it doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so no sound on Facecam. So hopefully. We have some sound. No sound. Jeez. Oh goodness. Um, okay. Uh, let me let me let me check here one second. Um, uh, uh, Blaze, do I have sound? Can you check? Uh, sounded good. Okay, great. I, I got some comments that, that I had. Said. I just checked with my intern to see if I had sound. So looks good there. Um, let's look at, uh, SKGC. Interesting. I don't know this stock. Uh, SKGC. Let's take a look. No, I don't. Oh, K, KGC. Excuse me. Yeah. KGC. 
All right, that's why I had to read. Okay, this is uh, Kid Ross Gold. This is essentially a gold miner. You know, it's funny. The gold miners have not been doing as well as you would think. We, you know, with all this talk of inflation, you would think that these, these guys would be doing better. It did pop up a little bit today, but the relative strength is only 10. So I don't know what's going on in this sector, but the gold mining sector just doesn't seem to be producing the winners like you would think it would. Um, you know, Ken Ross Gold, that seems fairly good, but let's look at some of the let's look at some of the competition there. Now, tropically in in this area, one of my favorites, of course, is um, is is um, uh, uh, Franklin, Nevada. Let's uh, let's check in with that one. See that see what the chart looks like there. The reason I like Franklin, Nevada better than a lot of the other mining companies, yeah. And this is the one that I think you want here. This is the one I think that you, you is better than Ken Ross Gold. This is the one you want. It's called Franklin, Nevada. The reason I like Franklin, Nevada is Franklin, Nevada is not a miner. What they do is they own rights in other mines that are successful. And this one is definitely, if you want to be in the gold area. This one is the one you want to put on your watch list. Its symbol is FNV, Franklin, Nevada Gold. And it's in a buy zone right now. It's right at the buy point. Uh, well, the buy point is 155.89. It's currently at 159.73. It's up tremendously, 64%, up about 4% today. This is the one you want. Now, it is a little, there is a word of caution here. We're 13 days in front of. Um, earnings. So here's what I would do if I wanted to be into the, if I want exposure to the gold area, I would go with Franklin, Nevada, FNV, and then I would hold it, but I would check at the end of, you know, two weeks right before earnings to see if I was up 10% or more. Now, if I was up 10% or more, I would hold it. If not, I would sell it. But this is the way to get good exposure in the gold space. Probably, you know, KGC, that, that, I think that's good. Um, um, I, I, I think I think that's I think that's good. But this one is probably a little bit stronger uh, than you know. And, and the golds are getting better. So uh, absolutely. But in terms of a purely technical, on purely technical basis, Franklin, Nevada, FNV is probably the one you want uh, on that. So, but uh, I, I appreciate I appreciate the question. I really do. All right, uh, we did cover Tesla, so Carl. So let's go to Futu, F-U-T-U, F-U-T-U, and take a look at that one real quick. Um, not a particularly stellar chart here. We do have some fall off. It has, it has, it is down to the 200-day moving average. Here's something that I always recommend, and that is never really. You really don't want to buy anything that has fallen below that 200-day moving average. And the reason you don't is because when it falls below that 200-day average, that's when you're going to get into trouble because if it doesn't get support at that 200-day level, it many times will go much lower. So right now, the funds are starting to start moving out of here. So FUTU, I want to see it go a little better. Also, another thing is you've got to be extremely careful right now with some of the Chinese companies. They're under attack by their own government. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you've seen Didi uh, and some of the other ones. They're just, they're having a lot of troubles. Another thing that you have to be very, very careful regarding the Chinese company is that you cannot depend, you cannot rely on their accounting data because many of the time it is not, it's somewhat suspect. And there was a, there was a, there was a situation um, last year when I started broadcasting luck in coffee and and believe me even some of the big i never owned it but there were some of um there were some very very shrewd investors that did and um, they were supposedly the chinese starbucks and they went through the records and sure enough it was all fraudulent and they said that they had 5000 stores and they didn't have 300 so uh with the chinese companies i'm not saying they're all bad but i'm just saying you got to be careful futu right now is not a buy it is down at the 50-day average. So I think you got to be super careful with that. Now, Tesla is a different story. It is pulled above. I want to see Tesla move above about 680 before I'm going to be back in. But that's a different story than Futu. Uh, yep, I heard you. Not uh, not anymore, though. Hmm, okay. I don't, I'm still having problems. Okay. Uh, where did you go? I don't see your webcam. I'm having trouble with my webcam today. I, uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I am having trouble with my webcam. So that is that is the reason why you are not seeing it. So let me see if I can free up some bandwidth 
here. Maybe I, maybe it's a bandwidth issue. I don't know. Um, but let me see if I can free up some bandwidth here. I'm what I'm going to do. Unfortunately, everybody, there we go. I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna momentarily shut down the Discord, my my Discord uh, situation. There we go. All right. Well, does it let me? <laughs> okay. Gosh. Uh, let's see if let's see if I can uh, let let's see if I can. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and and get rid of. Yeah. There we go. So I'm gonna from right now. There we go. Okay. And everything else looks good. All right. So I'm gonna get rid of that too. All right. All right. So now, now hopefully I've freed up some. Now hopefully I've freed up some bandwidth here, and I can get back to the show. All right. Let's see. Okay. Come on. Not letting me move to the right thing here. There we go. Okay. So we should be back. Let's see if I. Let's see if the camera will come up now that I have freed up some bandwidth. No, it, it's still. It's still. It's still frozen. Gosh, I don't know what's going on there. I'm, maybe I need a new webcam. All right, Jeet, thank you very much. Let's take a look at AVNW and see if we've got anything there. Now, hopefully this will let me get AVNW. AVNW. And take a look. Um, Avant Networks. Hmm, okay. Not a not an issue that I'm familiar with. I'll be honest with you. Very nice reversal here, though. I'm looking at this chart. It reversed above that... Uh, 50-day line. So that's looking good. The relative strength is good, too. This is not a bad, you know, this isn't an actual, um, this isn't an actual buy point, but it looks as if it's it's improving in strength. So here's the thing on this. Would I buy it at this level? Well, you could possibly make an early buy basically at about 49, it looks like. I kind of want to see it move a little bit higher, but it's moved above that, um, that 50-day moving average. So that, indeed, is looking very, very good. Uh, it's looking good that it's moved above that 50-day moving average. Here's the thing. Let's take a look at the checklist. It's got a decent checklist at 67, but it's not 100%. So here's the thing. I would be a little bit careful with this one. I want to see if it can maintain its... I want to see if it can um, stick over about 34. If it can, then if it can hold this level then I think you could start moving into it. Absolutely. But right now, it is not at a buy point, and it is, we want to see if it gets support at the 50-day line, but the trend is right. So this is not a bad one. Here's the thing. I probably would not be a buyer of a large position. I might have a starter position here, maybe a quarter position, but I wouldn't be a anything larger than that. That's probably where I would be. Uh, Dallas can't get good internet. You know, we, we supposed to, supposedly this building has good internet, but I, I'm I'm really questionable. You know, you would think with AT and T being here, it, it, we just it's just it seems to be a trouble. I don't know what it is, but you're right. I wish I wish Nick it were better than it is. I really would. All right, thoughts on AMKR? Let's look at AMKR. AMKR. Let's look at it. Amcor Technology. Uh, and this, of course, is, uh, oh, interesting, Gatorade packages. You know, Gatorades, if you're, uh, you know, it sounds like I'm saying Gatorade, but I'm saying Gate Array. Actually, Gatorades are really, really interesting. They are programmable logic um, uh, semiconductors. So instead of the logic being hardwired into the, the chip, you can actually flash program these into various, uh, special purpose chips. So it's a very, very interesting technology. It's been around for quite a while, but uh, and it's but it's a very specialized thing. It allows you to basically uh, not only update um, the BIOS on on chips, but it also lets you actually update the functionality. So it's pretty cool technology all the way around. Um, here's the thing: um, we are right in a buy zone with this one. This Amcor technology is part of the list. This is definitely one. Aziz, that I think that uh, you can absolutely buy this one. I like this area a lot. The earnings are excellent. We've come through earnings. We're right in the buy zone, and everything is looking pretty darn good here. 38% of the ownership of this company are 
funds. So that's pretty good. And you've got 91% relative strength. This is kind of making all, this is sort of, this is sort of checking all the boxes here. This one, AMKR, it's sort of checking all the boxes. You can buy it right now. Uh, it's basically 100%. There's very few, there's very few that are 100%. This is 100%. And right now, now the only, there's only one little blemish, and this really isn't a blemish. This is the electronic semiconductor manufacturing area is a little bit low. It's 135 out of 197. But other than that, this is stellar. This is a very, very good chart. This is a good company. This is a good area. I would say go for this one. I would actually even consider buying a full position in this one because the chart is so good. So um, tremendous uh, opportunity here. Thank you for for, for putting it out there for everyone. Amcor Technology, A-M-K-O-R, A-M-K-R is the symbol, and it is a very, very good chart, Aziz. Really, really appreciate it. All right, any thoughts on Junko Solo? You know what? I haven't I haven't looked at this one in a long time. Uh, it says the 50-day uh, uh, moving average crossed the 200-day. Okay, well, that's, and the 200-day and the is now moving above it. Okay. Uh, Jinko, so I can't remember what the symbol for that one is. J-N-K-O. J-N-K-O, is that it? Let me just check and look. Now, I don't remember. I remember this one. Um, let's look at the solar group. That's a good question. That's a very good question. We haven't done it. I haven't done anything in the solar group in a long time. It, it was a very, very good performer last year. But other than that, it hasn't been as strong. So let me take a look at that group. And that is the solar group. Uh, it's the energy solar. Okay, let's see. A, B, C, D, E, F. A, B, C, D. Okay, energy solar. There we go. There's the group. All right. And this is the this is the overall group. This is the energy solar group. Now I'm going to take a look to see if I can locate that one in the group. So I'm going to look at all the stocks there. And let's see. Yeah, Jinko Solar, JKS, is the symbol on that one. So let's take a look at that chart to kind of see, you know, what's going on. Um, so here's, here's, um, here's the thing. You're right. It did retake the 200-day line. Now, let me, let me do a little bit of chart reading here. I know I get a, get a lot into this, but when the 50-day moving average moves below the 200-day moving average, this is called the death cross. This means that this this stock is selling off. But you'll notice it, kind of, it came down. It then kind of regained. It kind of gathered itself, came through earnings. The earnings were down. See, interestingly enough, this crossing of the 200-day, this predicted this fall-off in earnings. Once we hit those earnings, that was sort of the bad news bears right there. And then we started moving back, moving up. We moved above that 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 200 day line, but still, the 50 day line is still below the 200 day. So right now, it's not a buy. We want to see this 50 day move above the 200, then we can start looking at it. Now, if you'll notice, the relative strength is pointing up, so that's very good, 87. But it still doesn't have a good enough checklist. Only 55. So it's it's failing on a number of very key issues. One of the issues is the earnings per share is down, all right? It's not in the top 20%. It's in the bottom 80%. So we don't really like that. Also, uh, the earnings per share were decelerating last quarter. So that's not good either. Also, the sales were decelerating, and it's 15% off of its all-time high. Now, the question is, is there a place that we can get back in? You know, I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing some decelerating earnings here. The change in the number of sales is going basically from, you know, you know, 38%, then, then 23%, then 6%, then 1%. So the trend is not good here. The trend in terms of sales, we are have declining sales acceleration. That's not necessarily what we want. We also have a declining profits. So here's the thing about this one. I'd be very careful with this stock right now just because it is sort of in a situation that it's declining. It's it's not declining sales. It's declining sales acceleration. So it's not the very very best in terms of uh, terms of the sector. It's part of the problem is 
the solar sector just does, hasn't been doing as well. Um, Nick, Apple is setting up. I hold 60 shares right now at 105. What do you think about picking up 40 more? I think you might be good with that. Uh, um, uh, let's look at let's look at Apple. And this is not necessarily a bad ad, uh, a bad place to add with Apple. I mean, especially if you have one, if you're in it at 105, then you're looking very, very good there. Uh, it's it's right above the buy zone. Now, normally, if you were starting a new position here, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a buyer at this level. But because you have shares, because you already have shares, your average cost will be right correct. So if you are in at 105, then I definitely think you could add here. I think it's a great place to add. Remember, it's not necessarily the price that you bought it at. It's your average price that you bought it at. So I definitely think, Nick, you could you could absolutely move into some more shares here. Absolutely. I think it's a good, good, good place to do that. All right. Uh, Bitcoin. I'm not going to cover really that much Bitcoin. Uh, Amazon, buy the dip. Well, let's look at the Amazon. I do have a spread on Amazon right now, and I'm hoping it'll do well. Um, we will see. I don't know exactly. We had a little bit of a sell-off. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of a sell-off. Wow, look at that. We are we are down six percent. Woo, that is that is significant. So we definitely are having a. You know, here's the thing with what's going to happen. I do think this is going to bounce. Um, I, I think I think this thing is going to do the bounce, but it's basically pulled all the way back to that line so yeah we had a we had a very very strong sell-off in the after hours i probably should have closed my position <laughs> my um my spread so i'm going to probably wait i have a spread on this one and uh, i think that uh you know with looking at that i mean we are off tremendously so i would probably wait on this one to see how it comes through this i do think we'll probably see a bounce but this is a massive a massive sell. So this may be an opportunity to buy the dip. This really, this really might be an opportunity um, tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm going to have to check one of my one of my spreads. I think it's kind of, kind of going to be kind of going to be hurting hurting here. Uh, so I may have to close it or or adjust it. I may have to adjust the spread. But anyways, looking at this, um, you know, we definitely had an earnings miss here on Apple, and it does look like a buy the dip situation so yes absolutely now normally you would want to buy it you know you you would want to buy it it would have it has support right about 3500 but you know with this with this sell-off I mean it's down to 3372 but remember this is the after hours so uh you know there are a lot of people that are dumping positions right now we will see uh what happens but uh definitely a pullback and a strong win at that so uh, hopefully we won't go all the way down to the 50-day line. I think that's probably where we're seeing su support. Yeah, let me see that. No, I'm not even at the 50-day. Wow, that's amazing. It's it's below the 50-day. So I almost can guarantee you that by morning, if you're able to buy at these levels, it will move at least to the 50-day line, which is about uh, 34.53. So yeah, it's definitely definitely a sell-off. It could be a good opportunity to pick up some shares, and I definitely think this would be a buy-the-dip situation. Because it is a quality, quality company. Well, Ricky, unfortunately, um, you know, Amazon has absolutely, you know, it's being sold off right now. I do think that there is going to be an opportunity, though, to buy it on the dip. Now, I didn't have shares. I only had a spread. But, of course, the spread will be impacted by this, too. Uh, of course, it, you know, spreads are limited. This is one of the reasons I like to do spreads because the risk is limited, but, um, you know, and I, and I, and, you know, but I may have to do an adjustment on this one as well. So that was kind of, uh, <laughs> that was kind of, that was kind of a bad deal. Uh, that was kind of, uh, kind of a bad deal. Yeah, anyways. Okay. Would you buy this, um, Brian? Thank you very much, Brian. Appreciate it. Would you buy this dip? You know what? I probably would. I probably would because I do think, I, I still think Amazon is a tremendous company. It's truly an aristocrat in terms of, not a dividend aristocrat, but a aristocrat in terms of companies. So I definitely would consider buying the dip on this one. And there's going to be an opportunity tomorrow morning. I'm going to take a look at this tonight, you know, kind of crunch some numbers and see where, see, see where I'm at. So I guess I'm almost, I'm a little bit over time. I've been thinking about exploring options trading. Any tips? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Z's. Um, I do a lot of options stuff. You might want to join the Discord room. 
because we do put out a lot of interesting option trades. They're mostly spreads, but also butterflies, iron condors, and that kind of thing. And so that's available. And uh, it's super easy. Just go to, um, you know, just, just go to... Uh, just, just go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and it's a second button. There, uh, the first button is is to get on the free action trade alerts, but the button below that is the Discord room, and that way that goes uh, basically all the time. So that could be can be, can be a great way to uh, to do to just if you're wading into options trading, we do quite a few options uh, on that. All right, I think this is one last question. Uh, P R I M. Let's take a look at that. P R I M and take a look. Primo Services, interesting. Made services for power plants, interesting. Well, you know, this is this is an interesting chart. Um, I can't say really much about it. I don't know much about the industry. It's in the heavy construction building area, which is it's an okay sector, but not necessarily in the top twenty percent. But it's definitely in the top half. Uh, it's earnings in five days. You know what? I wouldn't buy it here. Because we have a downward trend, I just, I just wouldn't, and I would absolutely, absolutely wait for wait for earnings. I would not buy this prior to earnings. That said, we could probably put a reversal line on it right there, and if it moves above that, then it would would move from a downtrend to an uptrend. But right now, I think you got to be super duper careful regarding this. So, um, so with that said, everybody, thank you so much for taking the time to. Uh, look at my show, and uh, hopefully I'm going to get a camera that works. I'm, I've got to get a better camera than this. This is ridiculous. I, I, you know, I keep losing it all the time. So it might, it's probably the camera. I probably need to get a new one, and uh, hopefully I'll be getting that soon. Um, but until uh, then, uh, if you're not on the action trade alerts, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, and then first and last name and an email address, and you'll be right on that. And we did send out a really nice spread trade on Google, and it's up today because it came through earnings. We did the bear put spread, uh, bull put spread on it, and it's looking pretty good. So if you're interested in, in options trading, we do more. Uh, obviously, don't just do options trading. We we released a, a ready list uh, this morning uh, in the just just exclusively for the people in the in the uh, Discord room, and it had all of the stocks that were in, in the buy zone. So that can be super helpful when you're deciding what to buy and when to buy it. So until tomorrow at 2.30, that'll be Friday. I hope everyone is doing well. And I'll be back at uh, hopefully at about 2.30 Central Daylight Time. Sometimes I'm a little bit late running around doing things, but hopefully I'll be back right about that time. Happy trading, everybody. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>